Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order Love with it. free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. Yo, I'm No, I swear, I really think that Nature Box is going to appreciate a genuine freestyle. They said no rapping. Yo, no, they wanted us to go through money. Check out this. I really, I don't know. I don't feel confident in your ability to even talk about this product, let alone rap about it. Nature's Box. Get over here because we got some locks. No, there's no locks. Chicken pox. Not in this old box. No, yeah, there's no disease. Free food for you, dude. Well, this I was going to say that this episode is brought to you by NatureBox.com. And I think I was saying that with the rap. Yeah, <laughs> I think I was saying it a little more clearly without it, though. Okay, well, I think I was saying it sort of more like a beast. But. So what is, what is NatureBox? NatureBox is a healthy alternative to snacking. That's right. It's a subscription-based snacking service, and they only send you delicious but also nutritious snacks for your Ooh. home or office. Delicious and nutritious. That rhymes. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, it's affordable, too. It's the, it's the price that you would pay for your terrible snacks. You give right. them uh, as low as $20 a month, and they send you five snacks in the mail and they're honestly every better. month. Dude, I, they had the the mesquite almonds. Yeah, the honey better, mesquite almonds were, were better than Doritos. Yeah, <laughs> and that's saying a, a lot. <laughs> and the dried pineapple was better than uh, uh, Doritos. Yeah, yeah. All, all of it's better than Doritos. And the pistachios and one other day, nut one day Doritos is going to want to sponsor the podcast <laughs> and want us to trash talk Nature Box, but we won't do it. That's right, because we want no trans fats, no artificial flavors. We want delicious and nutritious and affordable snacks. So we go to NatureBox.com now. What? can we do for you? Well, if you go to naturebox.com and put in the coupon code, if I were you, then we'll give you 50% off your first box. Yes. So you wow, can get all those, actually, you can get five snacks. Really good. Yeah, yeah, for $10. That's crazy. That's actually a really good deal. And it's not only a good deal, but it's a great way to support the show. Yes. You guys are often asking for, uh, you know, sponsors that we can give to dudes as well as dudettes. Well, here it is. Yes. We, and, yo, we got these snacks. And honestly, they really are delicious. They're very good. And uh, we kind of promised Nature Box like a lot of movement. So if you can like really check uh-huh. them out, like they're, they're going to get really mad um, at us if we don't like, uh, yeah. we really make things we happen. We both have hives because yeah. we're so nervous. <laughs> so uh, please do check out NatureBox.com. Great company, great product, great sponsor. And enjoy this episode. If I were you, if I were you. I know exactly what to do. So trust me, I trust in you. 
listen to my dope and fire Seize the cheese Then bow so gracefully Are you ready for some honesty? Seize the cheese <laughs> <laughs> You trust me I trust you Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it so much because it sounds like it's like his voice should be singing some kind of like cool love ballad. And he's like, seize the cheese, seize the cheese. <laughs> what does it sound like, Dave Matthews? It's like Dave Matthews meets Stained. <laughs> the greatest band <laughs> in the history of time. His vo- Oh man, his voice is great. It's like really deep. But do like, you, do you remember the guy's name? Oh, no, I don't. Me neither. Let me check right now. <laughs> Trenton Eliopoulos. There it is. And you guys, he made a really funny uh, or weird video. <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he wanted it to be funny or weird. What do you think he wanted it to be? I think he wanted it to be sincere and good. He threw a banana off a roof, I think. <laughs> Isn't that... <laughs> That's the what? definition of comedy, I think. <laughs> uh, wait, it's on YouTube. It's called... Seize the Cheese, If I Were You, Jake and Amir theme song. There you go. Search it. You trust me. I trusted you. Oh, yeah. I trusted you. <laughs> Seize the cheese. <laughs> what song does it remind you of? Oh, man. I don't. When we were at Rec Room yesterday, uh, Brian was like, "It reminds me of Stained." What's so, a Stained song? Uh, I'm on the outside. <laughs> I'm looking in. It reminds me of a. Uh, God, what's that? Sort of like a Creed song too, <clears throat> or Incubus. It's so much better. I don't like when it. everyone is in. Are you in? What song is that? <laughs> it's Incubus. You loved Incubus, didn't you? <laughs> as much as I love Stained and whatever, Creed. Creed. I, <laughs> I really think it's, his voice sounds kind of like Scott. I think it's Scott Stapp. What's Creed. a Creed song? Um, Can you take uh, me yeah. higher? <laughs> you trusted me. Yeah. To a place <laughs> where blind men see. Seize the cheese. <laughs> Everyone stopped listening. <laughs> this is a mashup, I think. <laughs> this, this episode is a goddamn mashup. I feel a mashup of myself. <laughs> uh, we should say that this is a best of episode, so we're just going to play questions that we've already heard before. <laughs> do you think we'll ever do that? <laughs> God, I hope. I hope we hate we hate our fans that much that we'll do that. No, they they do that on Car Talk sometimes, where it's like, hey, let's oh, let's take a look at this one. This one was our favorite. Well, from they, yeah, they usually they host it. Uh, well, the one that I heard was like. Um, on Mother's Day, and their mother had passed away, uh, but like sweet. she had like called in a couple times over like the, jeez, I don't know how long. That's still cheating. Thought. They should have done <laughs> all new episodes. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> well, it's like how my least favorite Simpsons episodes were just clip shows. Oh my god, I remember that. That was the worst. I think they did one a season, which is one every twenty four episodes, and this is episode twenty four. Is that true? So this should be a clip show. And now it will be. <laughs> Remember this guy who found a bird in a box? I still want to do that thing where we um, call people who have taken our advice. Right, and see how it goes. So if you, if, you, like, uh, if you followed our advice, if you wrote in, got on the show, and followed our advice, email us again. And like, uh, I would love, we want to talk to you on the podcast and find out how it went, what happened, and then like update everybody. 
uh, I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, we've answered probably over 100 questions by now. Yeah, that's another thing they did on Car Talk. The, uh, this show, I want it to be exactly <laughs> like Car Talk on NPR. They'd like call somebody up and be like, oh, yeah, we told you your carburetor was messed up and you took it to the shop. And what happened? They're like, yep, it wasn't that. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only on our version, it's like, hey, we told you not to get tested for herpes, and you go into chick without protection. Hey, whatever happened with that? Uh, sorry, no, this is uh, this is Rob's mom. He's dead. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 We're suing you. All right. Hang up. Hang up, because then it won't count in a court of law. All right. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good logic. It counts. It all counts. In a court of law. Uh, this is If I Were You. The only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I'm Jake. And I'm Amir. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, you know, right? We. Well, I'm at a loss. <laughs> I really am. No, now we have to do the podcast. I really am, uh, stumped. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I know we script out this entire episode beforehand, and, uh... Right. I sort of forgot... Do you not have the script? What my line is at this point. No, you're, you're reading it. That was oh, it. yeah. What my line is at this point. You're reading yeah, right now. Okay, page. so here I am. Yeah, All yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the way the podcast works is uh, we uh, accept your emails of people who are in uh, little desperate times or desperate places, and they resort to desperate measures, a.k.a. emailing us. Desperate measures and uh, desperate faces. <laughs> that should be, that's another name of this podcast is Desperate Measures. Yeah, it's true. You think DesperateMeasures.com is taken? Desperate Leisures. <laughs> It's vacations that like you really desperately need. Yeah. Oh, or desperate pleasures. That's definitely a porn site, right? Yeah, probably. Desperatepleasures.com. I guess like anybody going to a porn site is a uh, desperate, desperate for pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you wouldn't be going to a porn site. Yep. Uh so these people email us in with their uh, you know, sticky situations as as we call them, and uh we do our best to advise them uh out of their terrible places. And uh that email is if I were you show at gmail dot com. We try to read, now we do read every single one, and we try to uh, filter down the ones that we love the most and want to answer the most on this podcast, and uh, that's usually four or five per episode. So let's get started. All right. Uh, we're going to give you, uh, give you guys a fake name to go along with your real email, so don't worry, nobody will know that it's you. For example, this one comes from someone that I'll call Macbeth. Macbeth. What do you think the theme of today's episode is? Um... I don't know, some Disney shit, right? <laughs> I haven't seen Hercules or uh, or uh, Mulan in a minute, yeah. so I don't know if you're referencing the last, that shit. The last like, Disney animation I saw was The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> and uh, that was a little too gay to keep going, so I don't know if Macbeth ended up being a dude on that. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> hey, guys. I'm from England, and I'm... Excuse you. I cleared my throat away from the microphone. Yeah, but it, it picked up, actually. It yeah, really well, did. <laughs> if anything, this is a bigger interruption, what you're doing right now. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm from England, and I'm kind of rich and went to a private school. I'm about to start university, and I haven't really socialized with many poor people before, and I'm worried I'll be awkward. Will people expect me to buy the drinks and stuff like that? Please, help a brother out. Cheers, Macbeth. That's <laughs> so... <laughs> You, how rich is this guy that he doesn't know how to act around a person <laughs> who's, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that I won't be able to act around a, 
a normal or something. <laughs> a poor. This does uh, sound like a Disney cartoon. Like I consider everyone a peasant. <laughs> to me, I'm a prince and they're a pauper, and I don't know if I speak their language. <laughs> I'm afraid I'll turn my nose up and throw change at some of these people on campus. <laughs> for fear that I'll mistake them for a homeless pauper, I will uh, throw a, a doubloon at them. Uh also, he said kind of rich, but it sounds like he's the richest person in the world. <laughs> Much like Macbeth was in uh, Macbeth. Oh, interesting. And uh, he had a bit of a tragic downfall, didn't he? <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't know if Macbeth was actually rich. I don't even know if Macbeth was from England. Wasn't he the king of something else? I mean, I can't remember now. Damn it. I should have looked it up so I could uh, appear as though I knew it all along. So you can appear smart. Are you okay? Excuse you. <laughs> My phone just went off. <laughs> How is that fair? You, Jake, cleared his throat, and it was uh, a bit of a distraction, and I, my phone's gone off, and it's borderline ruined the show. It's weird, because my phone, I think my phone has never gone off during a podcast uh, recording, but then I think, wait a minute, I haven't received a phone call in probably three weeks. You got a phone call? Yeah, I got a phone call. Who was it from? Uh, my friend Josh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, damn it. I think I have to call him back. Yeah, I haven't Excuse heard from me. Josh in a, in a goddamn year. Josh? No. No, impossible. <laughs> That's just me listening to the voicemail. Um, all right, so uh, this guy, another funny line from this guy's email is that he's worried he'll be awkward. But uh, when you're worried about this being a possibility, you probably will be very awkward. Yeah. I, don't, I can't imagine how rich he is or looks that he thinks it's good like are you walking around all the are you like wearing a a king's robe and a crown (laughs) it's gonna be fine king of denmark that's where Macbeth is from is that true yeah all right cool let people know i didn't look that up especially Uh, if i'm wrong yeah (laughs) well everyone if they look it up now they'll be like oh wow amir uh, didn't look it up because he's or it, dead wrong. Or it's just the top Google result and then everything else below it is, is something different. Well, here's a question. If he is rich, no, more noticeably rich, and he does buy people drinks, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Do you want to blend in and not like uh, come off as the rich dude? Yeah, I mean, who, who cares? Well, in college, everyone's poor. Right, that's what you think. Or everyone's like at least a little well off because they're at a college and college is expensive. Yeah, or at the very least, their parents give them enough money right. to survive. So when you're at college, everyone's parents are rich and every student's poor, right? Yeah, I know, although there are a bunch of uh, students that don't get any money from their parents. Right, no, I'm just kidding. There's, I mean, there's a huge uh, variation. Some people are rich and some people are poor, just like the real world. That's what happens in college. <laughs> it sort of prepares you for that. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Just don't shake their hands. You don't want any of their poverty-stricken <laughs> diseases to creep up on you. Who knows what they have? I can't imagine how sheltered this guy's life is. But he's like, <laughs> I'm very worried about poor people. Well, he's Richie Rich. Yeah, are you Richie Rich? Or are you poorie poor? <laughs> I hope you lose all your money in college and then... In, uh, this some- guy's Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I... I need um, space in my dorm for my giant uh, for my giant gold coin collection. <laughs> my chest of coins. I have a. Uh, I have so at home. I have a diving board where I dive into <laughs> coins. Uh, do I do I get that at college? Is that the gym? How will I know if people if my roommate will bring the coin chest or if I should? <laughs> I'd like to do backstroke through uh, <laughs> through my billion dollars in coins. 
<laughs> but I'm afraid it might come off weird to the poor. That, that's a really like weird cartoon where Scrooge McDuck just would swim in his money. Yeah, that's not very likable. You're supposed to make your main character likable. Right. But he was very likable. Scrooge? No, What's he was... His- well, I mean, he—I think for he was an old rich bastard. Right, he had a—it was—he was tough on the outside, but uh, he was a good guy <laughs> deep, deep down. down. Yeah, he really yeah. was. He still swam through gold in front of uh, many, many <laughs> poor people. Yeah, you're not allowed to have just like a huge safe of gold. And also, I feel like every episode of Ducktales, uh, <laughs> Scrooge, Scrooge got his money stolen. <laughs> Just put it in a goddamn bank, Scrooge. No, I really like swimming in it. <laughs> no, I know, but put half of the coins in a bank and make like a coin jacuzzi. Can I at least you advise can have you? have a coin waiting pool? Yeah. I really want to be able to dive into the coins. You can dive into coins that are much... It's a very no, deep pool. I, yeah. Just make it six feet... As your financial advisor, I have to I'd like least. to... Uh, I appreciate what you're saying here. Thank you. And I really think that all you right. should put half of what the What I do want to do is yeah. be able to do a high dive you into will... all of my coins. <laughs> all right. <laughs> How about we give you bills? No. <laughs> Gold coins. <laughs> the bills might actually feel nicer. They're at least softer when you dive into them. <laughs> Breaks his neck. <laughs> That was a college humor video. Oh, wait, he breaks his neck on the coins. Yeah, that's right. All right, so in conclusion, uh, treat them as you would a normal. You, 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 you bum. Yeah, Jesus. You bum. They're poor of money, but you're poor of... uh, well, I, poor of heart. Maybe he has a point. Sometimes, like when you, sometimes people of like people without money treat rich people differently. Fuck off, man. Don't they? No, they don't, actually. <laughs> and I'm really offended that you even bring that up. As a millionaire myself, I, uh, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I treat that. you different. In fact, I'll give you $1,000 right now to shut your mouth. Ah, he threw money at me. So, here, here, take this. Take, paper cut take in my eye. Take this ass. <laughs> ass. He's making it rain. <laughs> Alrighty, Rue. Next question. Yeah. People ever thrown coins up in the air and said I'm making it hail? Oh. Dude, you need to get back on Twitter, man. I mean, that's legit 50 RT, 50 fave really? shit right there. It yeah. really is. You mean that shit, Yeah, man? I'm going to make it hail, quote, attribute the quote to a guy throwing coins yeah. at a strip club. I'll give it to you. No, I don't really want it. It's, you tweet it, I man. don't do 50 RTs, all right? <laughs> I'm a triple-digit motherfucker. <laughs> He's throwing money at me again. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Hey, now, ladies. Yeah? (laughs) Now, ladies. This question comes from someone who asks, what's cooler than being cool? Huh. Ice cold? Yeah, ice cold. All right, next question. All right, here it is. It's from, we'll call her Lady Macbeth. Hmm. Still any ideas about the theme of today's characters? Is it from, uh... No, it's not from... Is it from Brave? (laughs) Some Dickens shit? I haven't read that since high school. All right, Lady Macbeth writes... Basically, I'm having a hard time with time management and life balance. I work a full-time job all day, am studying to become a professional engineer in the evenings, and try to maintain a relationship with my boyfriend and keep up with my hobby as a rock climber. Work hours are getting longer, which means my time to study is getting shorter. And with all this stress, I've been fighting with my boyfriend, who is being generally unsupportive and unhelpful, and I've had less time to climb, which is my stress outlet. My question is, how do I do me while continuing to seize the cheese? 
Isn't that everybody's life question? Yeah. How do I do me while continuing to seize the cheese? The trick is the trick is seizing the cheese becoming your job. Yeah. Right now she's trying to seize the cheese on the side. Right. So, you gotta seize the cheese full time yeah. every day. <laughs> if you wake up every morning and you think of your job as seizing the cheese, <laughs> if you aren't like, oh, I gotta go to work, I gotta deal with my boyfriend, then I'm gonna seize the cheese. There's no, not enough not. time to actually have the cheese be seized. This is you in 20 years <laughs> being a motivational speaker <laughs> after is, I die. Nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking This is me in a retirement home sitting alone in a wheelchair. But in two years, <laughs> yelling at I'm elder in a people. mental hospital. <laughs> just the padded walls of in a street jacket. The trick to see is in the cheese. <laughs> it's okay, Jake. It's okay. Here's your shot. <laughs> no! 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 See the cheese. <laughs> My uh, life is going to be hashtag dope. <laughs> Can you imagine having shit being taken care of for you like that? Uh, you know, some, some people have been tweeting at me um, that... Uh, I'm a beast in that regard. Uh, so I think that's going to be my new catchphrase. <laughs> uh, seizing the cheese. How do you become a beast in that regard? <laughs> Great question. Seizing the cheese. Well, this is how I view her I problem. already forgot the question. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she has work. She has uh, school. She has her boyfriend, who's generally unsupportive. And she has her stress relief, which is rock climbing. Right. So I imagine her time is a pie chart. Yeah. Uh, a big chunk of it is uh, school. A big chunk of it is work. A big chunk of it is her boyfriend, which is uh, unsupportive and unhelpful. And then a big, ch- a small, smaller chunk is the rock climbing. Right. Sounds like the one you got want to get rid of is the one that's uh, generally unsupportive and unhelpful. <laughs> yeah, it's isn't like, that the easier one? To my get advice rid of? to you is to reread the email and see it. Try to see it as clearly as we do. Yeah. What What else could we possibly tell you to stop? Uh, work you have to do because that gives you money. Yeah. Studying to become an engineer. Okay, that's, that's good. You know what you're working towards is do a job where you'll seize the cheese every single day. That's right. And so then that's so we're two. left we're left with two things. One which was that you describe as a stress relief. Right. And one which you describe as generally unsupportive and unhelpful. Right. Has, so, a, has, a, has a mountain ever been unsupportive or unhelpful? When you send it? No. Yeah. You know what? You send that shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. C- can you imagine if we were like, give up climbing? Yeah. So you, we want your life to be a perpetual cycle of uh, school, work, unsupportive, unhelpful at night. <laughs> and uh, you just repeat so that until you So do something hard all day. Yeah. Stress out all day. Um, and then you can go home and sort of feel like you're untaken care of. <laughs> so shake that bottle of two liter soda all day and then when you come home instead of squeezing the cap open just uh have your boyfriend shake it up some more go to bed at night even more stressed out and then uh begin that process over and over until you die yeah rock climbing's tough don't do that yeah who wants a stress relief mm-hmm. when you can have a stress period <laughs> period <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, like, she should have her. She's probably on her period. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, chick, we appreciate we appreciate that you think your boyfriend's unsupportive and unhelpful, but uh, have you checked the monthly calendar? And maybe it's that time of the month for you. Odds are you're uh, not on the mend. You're on the rag. <laughs> Anytime I've ever been accused of being uh, a jerk. I swear to God, I think that chick's on her period or some shit. If not her period, then, like, the days before it. Because, like, a lot of it can, like, manifest. So there's, like, a 10-day. Uh-huh. Every, every four weeks, there's two weeks where my chick is just, like, 
ragging it. <laughs> yeah, she's dude. ragging it yeah, so man. hard. She really and she's just PMSing and shit. And she'll admit it, but like not in the moment. She'll <laughs> yeah. be like, "Stop bringing it up. Don't say that." It so was sometimes of I'll that. be like being a dick, and like yeah. my girlfriend will call me out on it. I'm like, "Oh, you're PMSing." She's like, "No, I'm not on my period." I'm like, well, you're probably thinking about some time. Like, oh, my period's coming up, so I'm gonna in a shit mood, even and though that, it's nothing that I did. That happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll pay her some cash. I'll give her a freaking like uh like a per or some shit from Chanel and they'll fucking get over in a goddamn heart. <laughs> Yo, girls love Gucci. Girls love <laughs> Chanel. Girls love girls love Fendi. <laughs> girls love Fendi and Fendi and Prada, okay? You gotta understand. And if they don't love that shit, if a girl doesn't like a Prada purse, then she's on the rag. <laughs> If a girl doesn't like a Prada purse. I give a girl a Prada purse. I say, here's your tampon holder, babe. We have to stop. I feel like if anybody started listening in the middle of that and didn't realize that we were being uh, uh, assholes on purpose, they'd be like, I feel like you could show that part of the podcast to like some some like asshole dudes would just love it. They'd be like, yes, these, like every Tucker Max fan. Well, that's our way of appealing to everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we like act as though right. these people, so they don't realize that we're making fun of them. They love it, and then we're also uh, appealing to people who don't like those people. Or everyone hates us because people who don't like those people are like, <laughs> these guys think they're being funny, but that's actually a sexist bit. And then people who, uh, who are actually sexist are like, these guys are making fun of us. Next thing you know, uh-oh, we have no <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Holy shit. I would cons- uh so wait yeah where where were we uh get rid of your boyfriend yeah that way you you won't need to rock climb as much because he won't be as stressed out you'll get rid of more time than you need or you won't have to worry about like maintaining your relationship you'll just be climbing you love climbing I love climbing yeah but you haven't done it in so long I know because I broke my goddamn foot and how does it feel now um to be perfectly honest it still hurts so I haven't uh, been running or climbing which are two things I like to do. Um, but I also hated being on crutches in that uh, rolling scooter so much that I'm afraid to go back to the doctor. You'd rather live the rest of your life like this than to spend six more weeks on a rolling scooter. I'd rather just wait until it gets a little more unbearable and go see the doctor and ask if something's wrong, which is what I did originally when I broke my foot. I waited for wait February, March, April, May. Um, I waited for three full months to go get x-rayed. And you, you were walking on a broken calcaneus heel bone. Yeah, I had a calcaneus fracture. <laughs> uh, and I was just walking on it. I basically got it to heal as much as it ever possibly would uh, without a... Surgery. or with, No, without a, just like, you know, getting off it completely. And then, uh, and then, I, then I was like, oh, it still hurts. I don't know what to do. I went to the doctor. He's like, it's, fro- it's, uh, it's broken. It's fractured. Like, <laughs> Oh. Anyway, walk. use this wheelchair for the next six weeks when you're in England and Iceland. <laughs> no! <laughs> Meanwhile, you had just spent three months at home anyway doing nothing. Yeah, because I couldn't really walk, but I would just like try everyone. Oh, whatever. Fuck me. I yeah. suck. Let's, Let's go. <laughs> Let's get one last question in before our break. <clears throat> this one comes from McDuff. Oh. Simpsons. <laughs> Duff man. <laughs> McDuff man says a lot of things. What the fuck? I came back from a two-month holiday in New Zealand to find a dead owl carcass in, the, in my bedroom floor. I have still not attempted to move it. It has created a pungent stench that ought, that, 
<laughs> the ought my house. I guess he means throughout my house. My friends think I should get it taxidermy to display in my living room. Is it morally right to stuff a dead animal? Thanks, guys. It's definitely hygienically wrong to leave one on your floor. <laughs> this guy's from Scotland, which is, of now that course. I think about it, maybe where Macbeth is actually from. Oh. Or Macduff. I don't know. There's something thematically relevant. Either way, it's not, it's not, a, it's not morally wrong to stuff. You only, it's morally wrong to stuff anything other than a dead animal. Right. A dead animal is the only thing that it's right to morally stuff. It's, and, and chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Just like get like a freaking chick head like over my mantle. That's not what I meant. What did you mean? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, is it morally wrong? Is that a thing that uh, people who are really into animal rights are against? I think once the animal's animals. dead, I can't imagine it being a problem. I feel like you're if you're against like animal like hurting Cruelty. animals, or whatever. It's like you're people hunt animals and then have them stuffed or mounted. So they're probably like against like that whole thing. Yeah, but if you if, a, if an if owl dies of natural it, causes, yeah, if you if you come across a dead owl, I can't imagine anyone has a problem with like. Slicing the back of its rib cage open, peeling it open like a book, and then putting in some sort of gauze until it, its, it's uh, torso is so stuffed full of that cotton that it's, uh, it's uh, plastered in that uh, petrified death state. Being a taxidermy guy must be like... A taxidermist? A taxidermist? Is that what it is? Yeah. That, yeah, that must be a really hard job. Because like, um, I imagine it smells bad. I imagine it's kind of disgusting. And then also you have to like... Be sure to seal up everything just to make so like the animal never smells bad. Yeah, that's well, hard. I bet every job that except for ours is hard. Right. Yeah. Like any real job. No, is it's hard. probably easy to be like a toll booth operator. No, but then you, it, what you're dealing with is the uh, ennui of being so bored on a day to day basis that you can't imagine where one day ends and another begins. It's huh. just so monotonous that uh, your life. A uh, professional literally. golfer, that's easy. Oh, uh, yeah, that one's tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be down to do that. If this podcast shit ever falls through, <laughs> I'd be down that to do that. That rich guy from question one is listening. He's like, what's a job? <laughs> what's a golf? <laughs> I only play polo and cash. <laughs> I hunt man. <laughs> the most dangerous game of all. Uh yeah, I mean, I think you can stuff it. Be kind of cool. At least get it out of your room, you fucking weirdo. I just love that he there was a dead owl carcass. God, how did that happen? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe owls want to go inside to die. That's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> we spend all our lives inside, and um, <laughs> I'd love to be outside when I die. But yeah, an I owl guess... is just like I want to be. I want to be close to something. Exactly. And For the first yeah. time in my goddamn life, I'd like to feel feel warmth, and I'd like to be I'd like to be safe. I'm a, I'm like an owl in that regard. I'm nocturnal. I can't sleep at night. Yeah. And I'd uh, I too would I, I would rather die in this guy's bedroom than uh, live outside of it. <laughs> yep. I'm, a, I'm a, a, a lone owl, if you will. Uh, and I'm always asking me myself, uh, who am I? Who? Who am who? I? Who? <laughs> Who will I love? Who's gonna love me? Who? 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 Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Who, who let the dogs out? Who? <laughs> you turned so quickly there. From yeah. Suicidal to Baja man. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and he's back. <laughs> I can turn on a dime, but I can't get one. I can turn on the dime, and I can never look back. You know? That's why I'm fucking psycho. I'm liable to go psycho. <laughs> oh, Michael, take your pick. All right. Break time. 
Let me uh, stretch it out. Let me stretch it out. You guys can't tell, but he, Amir is uh, pantsless, bent over, <laughs> touching his toes. I really wish I weren't seeing this. <laughs> I'm doing nude calisthenics. <laughs> Stretching it out. We should talk about how I do every podcast in the complete buff. Yeah, complete buff. Because Amir, what you have to understand is that he drapes all of his clothes around his apartment <laughs> so, so I... the sound doesn't bounce off. So I have nothing really to wear at this point. <laughs> every day is my laundry day. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to talk during the break about how you got pulled over twice in a span of uh, 24 hours. Yeah, it was uh, this weekend was the Woodstock Comedy Festival this past weekend. Uh, College Humor had a show there. Uh, Josh Rubin, uh, like, I, I mean, he, he helped put it on. It's his hometown. Yeah. So and Woodstock is great. It's like this very cute small town. Yeah, it's like this awesome hippie town where like a lot of people went there in 1969 for the festival and never left. Yeah, and now they still talk about it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, But it's it's really funky. It's in the Catskills. Beautiful town. Um, And you almost got arrested twice. Yeah, well, three times actually. If you consider (laughs) the first day, where the cops trailed the back of your truck and never pulled you over. Right. So I guess let's start there. Um, I drove my truck up. Yeah. First day, day one, we're taking like joy rides around the back roads because um, it's just, it's beautiful, perfect day. It was blasting music and like there were four people in the back of my truck. Um, Which isn't safe. No, it's illegal. You can't, it's, it's click it or ticket, you know, you gotta have seatbelts. So we went to this amazing reservoir, came back, we're, we had like, we had like a two mile stretch on sort of this main route where the speed limit was 55. So I was like doing 55 with people in the back of my truck. But the back of the truck, you mean like the bed of it? The The bed, yeah, yeah. Just people not allowed to be there. Cop starts trailing me. Like, oh, I'm getting pulled over, right? (laughs) This is you you were in the back of the truck and you're like, do you have to pull over? I was like, his lights aren't on. I don't know. I don't know what to do here. So I just kept on going exactly 55, the exact speed limit, took a left off the route. And he just kept on going. Like, how <laughs> he was just taunting and teasing. You. How am I that lucky? But that was just the the prelogue to what was going to happen later that night, right? So, um, so then that night, maybe that gave us the power to try it again, right? I just felt so brazen. Felt like no one could touch me. <laughs> you were invincible. So the next night, we um, no that night, that night. Oh yeah, that night after the show, we'd been I. Um, we celebrated. There was like a VIP after party. I should just say after party. Not VIP. Like, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, there was an after party um, for very important people. For for me, <laughs> there was an after party for like any, everyone who did the show, and uh, we got some champagne. There was you know socializing, hanging out. Then we're like planning on going to a bar, uh, like a local dive bar. That Vinny is from the town over, and he was taking us. Uh, Taking us there. I had you in my truck, Shawbach in my truck. Maybe I shouldn't name drop people. <laughs> uh, but those people weren't breaking the law. And then there were two people who will rena- remain nameless, but one of them is Rosie. <laughs> we'll call him Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. Uh, in, the back of the, in the back of the bed of the truck again. Uh, so we're driving there, going down these back streets. Uh, Within two minutes. Sirens. I uh, got. I'm getting pulled over. I'm like, oh fuck, because I also had like just. I had a glass of champagne. You're not supposed to drive uh, under any any circumstances like that. Yeah. So I mean, um, so anyway, the cop comes up. He's like, "What's going on?" Like two people just in the back of the truck. Like you know, they're not allowed to be there, right? Like I know. Yeah. Uh, do you know why I pulled you over? Uh, fuck. There's a million reasons. Uh, which one do you want? Uh, so. 
the car that ha- ahead of us uh, that Vinny was driving comes back. They get the two people out of the bed of the truck. And they didn't get tickets. They didn't get tickets. I mean, I'm going to get their tickets. Oh. Uh, so, or I, I mean, maybe they get tickets and I get tickets. Well, whatever. So then I, he asked me if I'd been drinking. Told me my, like, my license plate light is out. Yeah. Asked me if I was drinking. I was like, yeah, we had, I had a glass of champagne, but I'm good to drive. So he's like, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you don't understand. You've been drinking, man. <laughs> Get out of the. He's like, get out of the truck. Got out, took a field sobriety test. By this point, two other cop cars. This is the second time this year that I've been in, like in fucking trouble with the police. The Iceland thing. Uh, it's only when you leave New York do you get accosted right. by policemen. So three cop cars, three cops, all giving me. I'm getting a sobriety test to a goddamn audience because the other car is still there. Yeah. And- oh no, they they just left. And um, me and Mike are in the car. Mike's sort of freaking out because he thinks he might get arrested for like driving while intoxicated and i'm just laughing taking photos thinking you're about- taking so many pictures <laughs> uh so i take the sobriety test i have to touch the tip of a pen follow the pen with my eyes without moving my head i had to stand on one leg and count to uh i just count one mrs or one one thousand two one thousand until he told me to stop <laughs> I heard that because the back window was open. So I look, I look outside and you're just like counting to 20. I'm like, wow, it really is like they do in the movies. Yeah. And then I had to walk the straight line, nine paces, pivot, turn, <laughs> nine paces back. And uh, I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but I nailed it. Yeah, I really I did. fucking really nailed it. You like stood on one. Le- I, I'm not even sure I could do that right now. It's well, count you- to 21,000 on one, one foot. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then, but at the end he made me blow into the tube which is what you call when he asks you for right. to suck his dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't fake that, right? <laughs> and now to get off, you have to blow my tube. <laughs> um, tell you what, do you want me to blow into the? You want me to blow the breathalyzer or you, <laughs> yes, sir. officer? It's very clear what you're asking for. <laughs> the here. cuffs are on. Hey, hey, oh, kinky, I like that. Put me on my knees, officer. <laughs> Ooh, arrest me, sir. Oh, you want to do it in the back of the cop car? Hey, okay. You getting in too? Sir, are we role-playing? Is this road dumb? Because there's a goddamn gate here. Hey! (laughs) I'm trying to suck your dick, man! You're going to arrest me? You're going to make it really hard on me. What about you? You're a male prostitute, I think. I'm suing you. (laughs) This guy's drunker than I've ever been. Drunk with power. Fight the power. You fucking bully. Uh, so then I blew into the tube and it came back that I had had something to drink, which I was, I was honest about. Um, but he, so he was like, go back into the, into the truck. Uh, and then at some point, I mean, I like the whole time I'd been like friendly, a little bit jokey, self-deprecating that I was stupid for like, you know, doing everything I had been doing. Right. And I also like, they knew that we were in town for the festival. So he comes back and he's like. So um, I should be giving you all kinds of tickets. I have your car towed, but uh, my partner here likes you. So, <laughs> so get out of here. It's like, what? Zero tickets. Nothing. Untouched. And, and didn't the partner say, so what do you guys do for college humor? Yeah, yeah, he did. And uh, I was just like, this is amazing. We spin around, go back to meet everybody in a parking lot, blasting Jay-Z's 99 problems. <laughs> just felt like we really took advantage of them. Yeah. So thank you so much, Officer Jones of the Woodstock Police, for letting us off. Uh, Jake was hammered, and you just let us... As, as promised, here's your shout-out on the podcast for your son. <laughs>
So, uh, so we got off. Everybody is just like, how does that happen to you? Like, cause everyone's just, everyone's like kind of happy that they don't have to deal with like bailing me out of jail, but everyone's also a little bit mad because like you got, you get away with everything, don't yeah, you? You shouldn't have done that. This is just coming off the heels of your STD exam being clean. Yeah. So, so then I was like making jokes all the next day, like, yo, bad shit doesn't happen to me. Like I'd be nervous, but like, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, I like everything works out for me. You I'm know? a beast in that regard. <laughs> uh, Sam Rice texted me. It was like, a, his um his wife Elaine texted him and said, "Nothing bad happens to Jake Hurwitz is a good name for a Nickelodeon show <laughs> and my novel because the next night we got in trouble with the police yet again, yeah, we were trespassing uh blasting music on a bridge on a bridge on a reservoir, having a dance party, yeah, um me and Amir and our two friends just pulled over on a bridge, trespassing. Blasting Santeria. <laughs> they must have thought they pulled over like four 16-year-olds. Hey, all right, you you little kids. Oh, Jesus, you guys are 30. Um, I think I feel bad for you. You're already in some kind of jail here. <laughs> some emotional prison. You guys aren't 16. You're, uh, you're old enough to have 16-year-olds. Jesus. Um, tell you what, we're going to let you go, but if you want to, you can jump off the bridge. <laughs> Also, if you're looking for a job or a career, can I suggest joining the force? It's pretty fun. You pull people over. You don't give them tickets. Yeah, you sort of uh, do your deeds to society, and uh, it seems like you guys are um, just suckling off the teat of our resources, uh, not really doing anything with your lives. So they did run. They they took everybody's license there. They ran all of our licenses. They told us we weren't allowed to trespass. They gave me yet another sobriety test. <laughs> and uh, then they came back to the window, and they were like, Here's uh, what this is, is a written warning. A notice of warning. Um, and it means nothing. Mm-hmm. We, there's no record of it. So what you can do with this piece of paper is have it framed. Or literally shove it up your ass. <laughs> it is, as of right now, more meaningless than the actual paper it's printed they on. They just told us not to come back and trespass that night. So we drove 100 yards up, pulled a UE, left yet again. <laughs> Blasting 99 problems. I said it would be funny if you just like drove right into a wall after that. Right off the bridge. <laughs> Good night, America. Yeah, we'll see how smart you are when the canine comes. I got 99 problems. No! And then as a, as a postscript to that whole story, Streeter got three tickets from the Woodstock police the very next day for not doing anything wrong. Yeah. He was like waiting at a McDonald's. He was like, yeah, he was waiting at a, on a curb at a McDonald's to pick up friends who had all performed at the Woodstock Comedy Show for free to raise money for like charity. And Streeter got three tickets. <laughs> Did nothing wrong. Nothing bad ever happens to Jake Hurwitz. And everything bad happens to Streeter Side Out. <laughs> Those are the two shows that are on Nick at Night. <laughs> All right. Good story. Yeah. Should we try to squeeze one more question in? The moral of the story here, though, is do not drive drunk and don't break the law. Not ev- You have to understand only I get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Jake, like, don't pull that shit. Right. But you weren't, we should say that you weren't very drunk. You had one drink over the course of many hours. Right, right. I don't And you passed, you passed two sobriety tests. Yeah, you don't drive drunk, kids. And if you're going to drive drunk, be me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd like to test out my theory tonight. I'm going to have, uh, kick it up to two glasses of champagne. Champagne, here we go. <laughs> All right, real quick. Last question. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> this one comes from, uh, oh, oh. oh. Sorry, I'm just clearing my throat. (laughs) 
And here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to use that. You peaked. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Uh, hey, dudes. Love the show. So, Oh, wait. This one comes from uh, William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> the man himself. <laughs> Holy shit. The author himself. The creator. All right. Now I know for a fact it's Pocahontas. <laughs> So, I've been going to this restaurant and bar called Twin Peaks. It's very similar to Hooters, but the girls wear even skimpier outfits. I've noticed that there are some guys who have multiple waitresses that always come up to them and sit next to them and talk and flirt with them. I really want to have the same kind of interaction with these waitresses. It's not like these guys are really good looking or anything, so I'm not really sure why these girls seem to flock to these guys. At first, I assumed it maybe the, the guy was a friend of one of the waitresses, but it's not like they always go to the same guy either. I'm not looking to hook up with them since I'm in a serious relationship. I just want some harmless flirting. I'm kind of shy, and the drinks don't seem to be giving me much liquid courage. What should I do? <laughs> this is so sad. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so this guy, this guy is uh, 12 beers deep writing this question from his phone in the bathroom. Of Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. How are the outfits skimpier than Hooters? Yeah, Hooters is like as close as you can get before calling it a strip bar legally. Right. This probably just is a strip bar. <laughs> So yeah, the outfits are even skimpier than Hooters, if you can imagine. Um, they'll bend Bottom over and spread their ass cheeks <laughs> in front of me. They'll pick up a wing with their vajay, if you can imagine. So nowhere along the line did this guy think that like maybe these dudes tip the waitresses, and maybe the waitresses at Twin Peaks are flirting with people in skimpy outfits, sitting on laps to get tips. By the way, these guy, this guy is describing what would be my biggest nightmare, which is going to a Hooters and have a waitress flirting with me. Like that would I would hate that so much. I I want to be this guy. I want to be this so this stripper repellent. Um I wait, I maybe I talked about this story on the podcast, but I went to a strip club for the first time. Um Jeff Rubin had never been to a strip club. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's okay with me telling the story because he did nothing wrong in this. But I was there with Jeff Rubin and Pat and uh they like it was they had like they felt uncomfortable in a strip club that was yeah. like not their home scene and, and i'm just like i'm fine there and uh <laughs> some lady came over and she was strippers this is what happens she was just like can i sit on one of your laps and both of them just pointed to me <laughs> <laughs> So, well, what is this? What can this guy do to be the guy that people point at? Just be confident. Just, I mean, like, you don't have, I don't know. I think you have to just t- go there a lot and start tipping them. And then they're going to eventually realize, oh, this guy tips well. We're going to go be friends with him. So they don't have thing. real, fr- yeah, it's, it's money, but you don't have to have a lot. It's not like you need to be rich. You just need to be like a little bit generous with your tipping. Yeah, because this is Twin Peaks after all. This isn't Hooters. Right. This isn't a classy joint like, yeah, Hooters. like Hooters. Yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> this is have this you is ever been to a Hooters? Go. I've been to a Hooters once in San Diego. Have, we've been to a strip club before together, right? Yeah. Tight. But it's not like they were bumping and grinding on me. Right. I mean, you wouldn't pay someone for a lap dance. Yeah, no, I would not. Right. I've lost. Jesus. <laughs> I've lost. Uh, Actually, this is a funny story. At Spearmint Rhino in Vegas, a uh, bouncer cut off my thumb. <laughs> Why? Because I was like, I paid $2,000 for a lap dance, and uh, I didn't pony up the cash afterwards. <laughs> my card was declined mid-dance, yeah. but I had uh, set up the chair just so so they couldn't 
barge into the room till I was done. <laughs> yeah, it's and illegal, then they came I and I said, "Yeah, good luck getting money out of me. I ain't, I ain't got it. I ain't got it, and I ain't gonna have it." You said, and I, and said, I, this is like I had a giant jizz stain in my jeans, and I was like, "And yo, I already got off, so I'm out." And then they're just like, "Ow, hey, no, what is this?" And then it's just like, put my thumb on a coffee table. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? What the fuck is this? What is this shit?" And then chopped it right off put it in a bag gave me some ice and they told me which way the hospital was and i was like really it's like that you ain't even gonna call me an ambulance man my phone's dead my phone's fucking dead and then i like fainted on the way to the hospital turns out the dancer she felt bad for me she followed me out there to see if i was gonna make it she saw that i wasn't she called 911 yeah she knew i wasn't gonna make it she called 911 from her phone i got the the thumb surgically reattached yeah, it all worked out, man. <laughs> it did not all work out. <laughs> yeah, it did. I got a free lap dance. <laughs> That's worth it to you. You'd cut off your thumb and surgically reattach it for a lap dance. Yeah, I got that health insurance. Thank you, IAC. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens to Jake Irwitz. <laughs> but if it does, it all works out. Uh, that's our time. That's our time. Um, we are going to be at Comic-Con. It, it, it was officially announced. Whoa. Yeah, New York City Comic Con. It's time to promote it then. Yeah, we're going to, if you're going to be at New York City Comic Con, come to our, we're going to do a live podcast taping, I should say, with Pete Holmes. Yeah, so if you, even if you hate us and you listen to uh, 45 minutes of a podcast <laughs> right now, come for Pete Holmes. He's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm super we're, pumped. We're hoping to uh, get as many fans as we can over there. So uh, check it out. The inf- specific information will be on the New York City Comic Con website. And we'll, and we'll post it on Facebook when we know more. And if you uh, can't come to that because you don't want to go to Comic Con, you can come to our other live podcast taping, which is going to be uh, November 6th at Littlefield in Brooklyn. Yes. There are still some tickets still available for that. Damn right. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to this whole weird show that we just did. And uh, if you want to be a part of it in some sick fashion, you can email us too at uh, ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. Yes, and I'll keep on uh, submitting theme songs too. Oh, yes. That first one was from uh, some guy whose name I don't even remember. Neither do I. Trenton Eliopoulos. How did we forget? <laughs> Ha. YouTube username Overdrive never, is classy. I'll never forget his name. Oh, sorry. You should say his YouTube name without me talking over you. <laughs> Overdrive is classy. Yes, but we can't forget his voice. Yeah. <laughs> Trust in me. <laughs> Trust in you. <laughs> and uh, this last, our outro theme song, is another original submitted by Grant Singer and Jake O'Reilly. Thanks, guys, and thanks for listening. <laughs> If I were you, if I were you, I'd walk a mile in your shoes, and I'd have your shoes.